Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 77 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 1 Samuel chapter 16 today and our focus is on how God sees people. So it's a daily roughly 10 minute show where we talk about the Word of God one chapter at a time. Welcome aboard to new listeners in South Africa, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Scotland, United Kingdom, Gujarat, India, New York, New York, Tucson, Arizona, and Eugene, Oregon. Thank you all for listening, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you'd think about sharing the show with your friends, either by word of mouth or email or text message or even sharing on social media, and even greater, maybe, is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this show. Tonight, our family celebrated St. Patrick's Day a bit after our Zoom-based church gatherings and Bible studies. We had Irish beef stew, plus imported Irish Dubliner cheese, Irish soda bread, and while we ate, we listened to one of my all-time favorite songs of any kind, Fields of Athen Rye. Right at the end of the song, from out of nowhere, our nine-year-old daughter, Phoebe, piped up and said, I want to be in a place where nobody cares how you look or whether you are fat or skinny. Now, where this came from, I have no idea. We weren't talking about anything like remotely related to that, but I think we can all share that sentiment, can't we? Considering our scripture today, it struck me as a significant thing to say in a good introduction, and She actually said that before we even read our scripture for the night. So in 1 Samuel 16, we see Samuel, the prophet, charged with anointing the next king of Israel. God has rejected King Saul because King Saul rejected God's counsel and rules and ways too many times. Saul, as you remember from yesterday, was a striking man, tall, regal-looking, like really, really tall and majestic. And David was also apparently a handsome man in his own way, but not at all what Samuel was expecting. Well, let's read the chapter and see God's choice for the next king of Israel. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, How long are you going to mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem because I have selected for myself a king from his sons. Samuel asked, How can I go? Saul will hear about it and kill me. The Lord answered, Take a young cow with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will let you know what you are to do. You are to anoint for me the one whom I indicate to you. Samuel did what the Lord directed and went to Bethlehem. When the elders of the town met him, they trembled and asked, Do you come in peace? In peace, he replied. I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. And when they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and said, Certainly the Lord's anointed one is here before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his stature, because I have rejected him. Humans do not see what the Lord sees, for humans see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. Jesse called Abinadab and presented him to Samuel. The Lord hasn't chosen this one either, Samuel said. Then Jesse presented Shema, but Samuel said, The Lord hasn't chosen this one either. After Jesse presented seven of his sons to him, Samuel told Jesse, The Lord hasn't chosen any of these. 
Samuel asked him, Are these all the sons you have? They're still the youngest, he answered, but right now he's feeding the sheep. Samuel told Jesse, Send for him. We won't sit down to eat until he gets here. So Jesse sent for him. He had beautiful eyes and a healthy, handsome appearance. Then the Lord said to him, Anoint him, for he is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David from that day forward. Then Samuel set out and went to Ramah. Now the Spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and an evil spirit sent from the Lord began to torment him. So Saul's servant said to him, You see that an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command your servants here in your presence to look for someone who knows how to play the liar. Whenever the evil spirit from God comes on you, that person can play the liar, and you will feel better. Then Saul commanded his servants, Find me someone who plays well and bring him to me. One of the young men answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the lyre. He is also a valiant man, a warrior, eloquent, handsome, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul dispatched messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a wineskin, and one young goat, and sent them by his son David to Saul. When David came to Saul and entered his service, Saul loved him very much, and David became his armor-bearer. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, Let David remain in my service, for he has found favor with me. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would pick up his lyre and play, and Saul would then be relieved, feel better, and the evil spirit would leave him. So, let's repeat our verse of the day, which is verse 7. The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his stature, because I have rejected him. Humans do not see what the Lord sees, for humans see what is visible but the Lord sees the heart. We would do well to remember that principle as we humans are far too driven by what we can see, what somebody looks like, the confidence they have, how tall they are, etc. God tells us, however, that the internals, the thoughts, the emotions, the intentions, that is what God sees. The very opposite of an Instagram slash Snapchat mentality. Here's New York pastor Tim Keller on Samuel's mistake here. Saul was a giant. Saul was huge. When Samuel had anointed Saul, he said, Surely this is the Lord's anointed. He anointed Saul, even though he was in grief. And he said, Oh my word, Saul turned out to be such a disappointment. Eliab goes by and Samuel's making the same mistake. He's looking at the outside. This is very, very New York, by the way, says Pastor Tim Keller, who is from pastoring in New York. There's no place I've ever been in the world where outsides are more important, where people make snap judgments. There's also no place where you just get barraged every day walking down the street with images of absolute beauty. Not only are they in the pictures and in the ads and so on, I was just looking at them on the way over here. They come at you from every place and all the ads and all the windows and all that. A lot of them are live and walking around on the streets of New York too. The people whose pictures were taken for those ads are walking around here. People put enormous amounts of time and incredible amounts of effort and a tremendous amount of money into practices which, as you know, can destroy your health for this incredible kind of appearance. And God comes to Samuel and he says, Samuel, when are you going to learn? The outside doesn't matter a bit. Money, power, beauty, stature, size. It doesn't matter a bit. It's character. It's substance. It's the spirit. It's the heart. He looks through all of them and finds out none of them are there. He turns to Jesse. It's astonishing, is it not? 
Jesse knows one of his sons is going to be anointed king. Jesse brings all of his sons and doesn't even think to bring David, the little one, the youngest one. Along those lines, I also like the parenting insight that Charles Spurgeon sees in this passage. Now look, I know I go to Spurgeon an awful lot on this podcast, but honestly, when you got the Michael Jordan of preachers on the team, you get him the ball as much as you can, right? I mean, Spurgeon is great, and this is what Spurgeon says, a little tidbit. He who was retiring and pious and quiet was little esteemed at his home. Parents can make great mistakes when they undervalue good children because they do not happen to be brilliant and pushing. Despised ones should be comforted when they remember that the Lord knows all about them and will bring them forward in due time. Verily, there are last who shall be first. Well, that's a good insight, good wisdom for us. Let's close today with our memory verse for March, Hebrews 7.25. Therefore, Jesus is able to save completely those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them. Thank you, Lord, for that wonderful truth. Friends, may it be a good and blessed day. Good day to you, and Godspeed.